Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. So which is it? I know Big Sass are game. I know you bribe quartermasters to leave valuables on the ships before they come in for scrap, but this isn't that. This isn't something that let pass. No. I went in and got this myself. How? How's that possible? It was it was sealed on the Imperial Naval Base in Steergard. Look, you got the money, I got the box. What else is there to talk about? I'll give you another thousand credits to tell me how you got it. <laughs> another thousand. Done. How? You just walk in like you belong. Takes more than that, doesn't it? What? To steal from the Empire? What do you need? A uniform, some dirty hands, and an Imperial toolkit? They're so proud of themselves. They don't even care. That's, uh, never heard so much talking in any Star Wars type program. That's, uh, Andor, uh, the first three episodes debut on Disney Plus, uh, the, this Wednesday. Uh, that's uh, the 20, uh, 21st of September. Rory Cashin, uh, entertainment editor for Joe.ie, joins us once again. Uh, so, yeah. This one, it, it, complexion, tonally, it, it, even from that clip, it sounds a bit different to a lot of the other Star Wars stuff. It is. It's entirely separated from the Skywalker saga. So if you've seen a movie a few years ago called Rogue One, uh, that was created and written by Tony Gilroy, who was the man behind the Jason Bourne movies. And he also wrote and I think directed uh, Michael Clayton. And he he's behind some fantastic, tense, wordy movies and shows. Um, and Rogue One, in my opinion, was the best of the new Star Wars movies because mm. it did feel so completely different to everything else that was coming out around that time. And Tony Gilroy is back on this. He's the creator. He's the showrunner. He co-wrote or wrote most of the episodes. Uh, and this is set a few years before the events of Rogue One. So we're getting to see uh, Cassian Andor, who's played by Diego Luna, how he went from uh, kind of just a, a smuggler to becoming a key part of the rebellion against the Empire. So it is kind of like a spy movie that just happens to be set in space. Okay. Uh, which is fantastic because again it it's not just going back to say retell the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi or going back to the same old Skywalker uh you know someone is related to someone in power that's always how the <laughs> twist comes around in Star Wars but in this it's very it's very dirty it's very gritty it's very uh, Machiavellian everyone involved has their own plans it does feel a bit like at times, you're watching uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy uh, with everyone just, who can you trust? No one really, because again, it is it is a spy show, so mm. everyone is either a double or a triple agent. Mm. Uh, and I I think that's great. I like it, it, it. The less it has to do with what we know Star Wars to be, the better, because then you can expand the type of stories you can tell in in the universe because yeah. if, it if it's all just the same stuff of like oh she's the daughter of him and now there's lightsabers and we have to stop the empire blah blah blah, blah. like it gets very rote and yeah. that's how you end up with Rise of the Skywalker which was atrocious right. it's a terrible terrible film uh, so this is more kind of intrigue rather than lots of pium pium oh there's hardly like there's barely any action in the first few episodes it is mostly kind of stealthy stalky stuff and people uh, like all the action is basically played out in political face-to-face -face conversations where you see people in power going, well, I can do this and I can do this and what what do I get out of it? And it's 
really, really good performances. Diego Luna's fantastic. Fiona Shaw's in there. She's fantastic. Stellan Skarsgård, you heard in that clip, he's mm. fantastic. Everyone's bringing their A-game. It looks great. There's not a lightsaber to be seen anywhere. Uh, all all the, the action is kind of... It's not like violent, but it's done with like fists and knives, so it feels more grounded. Right, okay. So, and... <laughs> Is it even in space? It sounds like it's probably oh, it's, on, on a planet. It's well. still very much set across a number of planets, uh, but you you do get the the impression that they don't want this just to be another run of the mill yeah. Star Wars thing. Yeah. They like everyone at this. I think hindsight has given everyone the impression now that Rogue One was the best and most original of mm. the newer stuff, and they want to go back to that well, which is. Very, very clever. Yeah, and so in in terms of the political situation, is the Empire has got a vice-like grip on everything or are planets semi-independent or kind of negotiating with it? It's building to that. The Empire has almost outsourced some of the policing to to other kind of organisations and that's where most of Andor's uh, interactions come with. He's, He's meeting with the people who aren't quite as bad as the Empire, but they're going that way. Yeah. Uh, in the same way that he's not quite a part of the rebellion just yet, so you can see how he's rising, but similarly, simultaneously, you can see the power in the Empire rising. So it's before the events of A New Hope. This leads up to how they got the the plans for the Death Star, which then were given to Princess Leia, which then led to okay. the original trilogy. All right, okay, that, yeah, that does sound interesting. Right, our second show is Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Here's a clip. Here we are. Home sweet home. Oh. Oh, what is that smell? Oh no, we know what that smell is. Uh, all right, okay. It's this, a is, this is a, a, a Ryan Murphy thing. Yeah. Uh, so, and he's done some good work. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, this is, is this maybe a bit too dark for him, or I don't know because I like as you mentioned, some of his some of his work is very good. I thought some of the earlier seasons of American Horror Story were good, if quite camp. Uh, mm. I thought his version of Ratchet, which was the prequel sequel interquel to um, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest was yeah. interesting. Uh, he was also behind American Crime Story, so it was Giovanni uh, Versace, and it, the most recent one was Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. So he can tackle like big ideas, and he, he can tackle them quite well. Uh, all cards on the table, journalistic insight. I did ask Netflix for access to this, because it's, it's arriving on Netflix all episodes this Wednesday, and right. those review episodes have yet to appear. Which is either one of two things. One, there's a, they're doing something very interesting and they don't want it spoiled because it might be big twisty turny or two, it's terrible and they don't want the journalists oh, to see it, yes. Uh, but judging from that trailer, I think it is going to be quite dark. It does seem to be tackling literally one of the most notorious serial killers in American history mm. in a very violent way, but in, in a unique way in that instead of glamorizing it glamorizing it like it the whole thing has been shown from the perspective of the different victims so you'll learn more about Jeffrey Dahmer and his family and his upbringing depending on which victim the episode focuses on which is I have never seen that done before so I think yeah. that's that's a new way to do it and Evan Peters who's playing Dahmer in this uh he looks the part and he has been a great actor before so <clears throat> I do have faith that it could be good 
But again, I'm, I'm judging it on a trailer, which you really shouldn't do. Yeah. OK. And is that very unusual that they withhold review copies? Um, if, it, if it's something really good, they'll give you the review copies as soon as they humanly yeah, can, because yeah. they want word out there that it's fantastic. So that's it literally comes down to one of those two things. Either there's a big twist in it and they don't want that spoiled or it's bad. Yeah. Because normally, certainly in movies, uh, that usually means it's just bad when yeah. they don't do that. Or again, like t- big twists are, are less and less uh, common in, in big Hollywood movies these days. So yeah, yeah. if, if anyway. you're seeing it the morning of, then you're like, oh, it's like... <laughs> and given it's based on a true story, what could the big twist be? That's fair Jeffrey enough. Dahmer did it. Yeah, uh, that's that's because there's a lot of the conversations in, like in that same trailer, you see him interacting with his neighbour, uh, who I think was a key to how he was eventually brought down. Yeah. But I'm curious if maybe more of it is going to hinge on her character and they're selling it on the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Yeah. Molly Ringwald is in this. Am I incorrect in thinking she hasn't been in anything for uh, ages? If she has, I haven't seen it. Or right, okay. It. She's playing Jeffrey Dahmer's mother. Yeah. So that's that's some fantastic... Like, I'll be... I'll, I'll watch just for that, just to see the return of 80s icon classic yeah. Molly Ringwald uh, and then Richard Jenkins who is a fantastic character actor plays the father. So it's got a great cast and as I mentioned it does look slick and dark like kind of has a mind hunter feel to it which I right. thought was a great Netflix serial killer show as well but I will be curious as to how camp it might be because Ryan Murphy can and often does take yeah. things into camp territory and this might not be one that he should do that with. Yeah. The, uh, somebody wants to know, is Sarah Paulson in this new Ryan Murphy show? I don't think so. That's not to say she... See, again, that could be like the first or second the episode. Twist, yeah. It could be a, fa- a big famous cameo that they haven't revealed yet. Um, she hasn't been mentioned in the cast list as of yet, but she is in like 95% of his productions. That's a fair question. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Now, but, but he is good at like, you know, the music from the era and all mm-hmm. that kind of place setting stuff. But it depends whether, you know, how far you can go uh, with that. Especially when you're making a show... Where the families of those victims you know, are still alive, and yeah, there yeah. has to be a certain level of respect given. Yeah. So again, very curious to see how it plays out because it could be great. It could be one of those sleeper hit shows where you know, at the end of the year, everyone's saying, "Did you see how? Did you yeah. see how good it was?" Or it might be the opposite of that. But all 10 episodes are arriving on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, that's not a good sign either, is it? Well, Usually if it's good, they'll just, you know... Oh, do they... Netflix has always dumped the whole lot. Uh, they'll... For some of their bigger shows, like Stranger Things, they'll do season part one, part two. Yeah. Uh, with a few weeks apart. They did that with Stranger Things. They did it with the final season of Ozark. They did it with Breaking Bad. Uh, not Breaking Bad. What was that? Better Call Saul. Yeah. Um, so... For their big shows, they will split them up, but for literally everything else, it's dumped all at once. All right, okay, so we won't read anything into that one then. Right, our final show is The Great British Bake Off, uh, season 13. Kicked off last week, it's on Channel 4 at 8pm on Tuesday. Here's a clip. They look very good, pretty consistent. The rose is perfect. The cake itself is a bit heavy. You've got too much in there, which will pull all the moisture from the cake. Yes. So it's very, very dry. Okay. They don't look wonderful, do they? No. They're falling apart. I cut it whilst it was still warm. Side fatal. Crumbling a bit. The sponge is delicious, and the Swiss meringue is lovely. Could have been sharper, could have had more raspberry in them. I don't think there's anything wrong with the flavours. It just looks a mess. 
Right, that's uh, the Great British Bake Off. Um, <laughs> there, uh, is it going to go out tomorrow night, I wonder, given the old Queen situation? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't heard that it's not, yeah. but that's that's fair. But yeah. now I'd, I'd say it'll, it'll plough ahead. It's, a, it's an institution at this point. So, yeah, last week was uh, Cake Week, and this week, I believe, is Biscuit Week. Um, do you like Bake Off? Do you watch it? I used to, but I kind of... Over the years, it's like watching the same show over and over again, really. And, and, and it's, it's also contingent on who you like and who you don't like. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a comforting thing, I can see. And I can see uh, it's particularly an English pastoral comforting mm. kind of thing going on there. And uh, um, in, their, in their grief, I'm sure British people will turn on Bake Off to kind of oh, absolutely. make themselves feel better. Yeah, like I, even in that little clip there, you hear Prue like, uh, describing a slight mistake as being fatal like it's it's life or death for these bakers so i i love how invested and how involved and how emotional everyone gets like this is end of days if the cake doesn't rise perfectly i do enjoy meeting the new uh the new like cast every year uh there's always a handful and twitter will go to war over yeah. who is who is the best one and like uh, it, it is one of those shows like toy stuff the the Late Late Toy Show mm. or, you know, Rose of Trilly, where Twitter seems to light up when shows like this are on. Yeah, yeah. It brings out the comedic best in, in mm. Twitter people because just the the amount that they love this and the, you can see the people in the show love it as much uh, being on there. And there is something about Paul Hollywood and Prue and Noel, not so much... Matt, I yeah, don't. I think, I don't think yeah, I don't yeah, think I he's don't. a great addition. I no. preferred uh, the, the the host that he had previously, but like the other three, I think they have a great chemistry. I think they they roll things along nicely, and it is literally one of the easiest shows to watch. The only thing is, when do you watch it? Because I can't watch that when I'm having dinner because I feel like I'm eating the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like if then if I eat at any other time today, I'm like, right, well now I need to just buy whatever yeah, they've cake. just made because I can't make that because yeah. I'm not that good. But I need, I need cake because at, at any other time I'm having dinner. So, Okay, so that, essentially you're saying it's just going to contribute to people having heart conditions and putting on weight and, or just and like eating bad things for themselves. Cake addiction. But yeah. like that's there's worse things to be addicted to. No, I suppose there is, yeah. No, it's nice. It's like, I mean, you could never hate Bake Off. No. You can maybe, I've grown a little bored with it, because, but, but you can never hate it. It's, it's just kind I, I of will too say, nice. I will, say, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I will say that like, if you go back to it now and just come into a fresh this, this season, you will enjoy the characters because there's always one or two where they're, they're fascinating. Just people just, and they explain a bit about their lives and, it just it, it boggles that like people have full time jobs and families and full full lives and then they're also masters at, at this. this. Stuff. I'm like, yeah. do you have se- do you have a secret eighth day of the week that I'm unaware of? You can do that. That yeah. you can manage to learn this because is there a character there who is the star? Who you think would be the star of this year's show? There's, Not necessarily the winner, but like the there's one two or three yeah. this season already where you will be keeping an eye on them because they're very entertaining and also they actually are naturally good at, at baking, which is irritating. Rory, thanks a million. As ever, I was Rory Cashin there, entertainment editor at Joe.ie. The three shows we were talking about were The Great British Bake Off. That's on tomorrow night, 8pm. That's uh, the second edition in the series. Uh, they also, and or the first three episodes of that will debut on Disney Plus on Wednesday, uh, 20, that's this Wednesday, and also Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. All of the editions of that, that entire series will drop this Wednesday on Netflix. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that adoption on the stage. 
Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.